G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. Well, as we talk about Europe, its place in the history of the development of Western civilization, one of the things, obviously, that comes to mind, Camille, about Europe is the culture in Europe, talking about art and architecture, all the sorts of things people like to go and have a holiday to Europe to see. Well, Europe is a, a treasure chest of culture, whether it's in music And if you're crazy about music, classical music and all, you have to go to Vienna. And Vienna was just the musical capital, not just of Europe, I think, but of the world. And think of the great composers and musicians and all the rest that came from Europe. And, of course, this is in an imperial time, not in a nation-state time. So because it was imperial, that meant that whatever culture was developed – in the capital or in the main cities, that spread throughout the empire. And, of course, there's the Renaissance, and the Renaissance gave us iconic works of art. I mean, how can we forget the Pieta and the Sistine Chapel by Michelangelo, which are both found, of course, in St. Peter's in Rome, or you have the Mona Lisa, probably the most famous painting in the world. But I must warn you, if you go to Paris, to the Louvre, to visit the Mona Lisa, there can be a long queue just to get into the museum. You will probably have to walk for, I'm guessing now, it's uh, 15, 20 minutes or more to actually see the painting. Neil, it's not that big either. I uh, make a guess. It seems like it's only a meter uh, long <laughs> and, and a bit shorter on the side. And there'll be a queue of people taking selfies at the Mona Lisa. Camille, the Mona Lisa doesn't strike most people as being religiously connected, but most of the famous artworks that come from that era and the architecture and the music, all so fabulously influenced by the church and by Christian spirituality. You're absolutely right, Neil. Whether you go to the Louvre or you go to the Hermitage in St. Petersburg, I was staggered how the czars of Russia must have had tons of money because they purchased or took one way or the other many of the great works of art that you can find in your art history textbooks. They're actually the originals are there in St. Petersburg. Some of the paintings are like, oh, several stories high, frame and all. And without exaggeration, much of the Motif is from the Bible or Christianity. And it's, I, we would lose count how many famous works of art are Christian or biblically based. And this is an important point to make because in the New Europe and in the European Union, among some of the key people, there is a heavy denial that Christianity had anything to do with European. 
identity, history, and culture. When you visit these art museums, when you see the great cathedrals, they tell you a very, very different story. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.